Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to the Heart Two Keys, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we're going to be talking about everything things from Wonder Woman 3 not officially being in the works to our two thoughts on Gran Turismo and so much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email from anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, our emails at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. And also, um, feel free to check out our Patreon, Conversation with Two Geeks, if you want to support the show. You can also find your back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or podcasts we listen to. How are you today, Jamie? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. A little bit tired, but I'm, I'm good. Uh, we're recording this uh, a bit earlier than usual. That's going to be our new schedule from now on, which I'm fine with. Besides. Yeah, we'll... S- yeah, we'll make do of it until maybe we could find a better time because I know this is kind of early and, and stuff. So if we're not as like hyped up, it's because it's kind of early. Yeah, also, we're adjusting to new. I'm back at school, so we're trying to figure all that out. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm also like, I, I put in a Red Bull. Uh, I had, I had to get new Red Bulls for a certain reason, different medical reasons, and mm-hmm. I my new one, my other one. I was hoping I could have it by now. But like it's not thought out yet, and I put it in the freezer, mm. and just shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Bear, bear with us, folks, for the next couple of weeks until we figure out something new. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, moving on to our first topic of the day. Uh, exclusive Variety reports that despite recent comments from Gail Gadot claiming DC has James Gunn and Pierce Saffron told her that they would develop Wonder Woman three together, a third Wonder Woman film is non-development at DC Studios, nor do Gunn and Saffron plans at this time for any Wonder Woman project in the new DC universe other than the previously announced Paradise Lost prequel series for Max. Uh, this is following an interview for um, for uh, Godot's upcoming Netflix film Partner Stone where, where a comic movie.com interviewed Godot and she suggested the possibility of a third movie saying, saying that I love portraying Wonder Woman. She, um, it's so close to and to my heart. From what I've heard, James and from Peter is that we're going to develop um, one of the three together. Also, something to note, thanks to Mark Julian over completely.com, that due to the ongoing uh, SAG AFRA strike, actors and actresses are not allowed to promote or discuss past, current, or upcoming films, meaning that the recent quotes were, uh, were likely made months ago, as she would have been doing the press showing for Hardest Stone, meaning that the interviews would have probably taken place during this like past spring, or and with the studio, with the standard studio embargo rules, would limit the various press outlets and blogs that are granted access to the cast and crew for publishing their interviews. And um and piece and set pieces until a few weeks before the film is released and a bit of drive publicity. Also, the exclusive ad added adds that nothing was ever promised to Godot regarding one moment three, nor was there any definitive discussion of Godot's one moment continuing with, with the new DC universe. So okay, so this kind of goes back to my original point kind of last week, where I don't think where I still think they're trying to still figure out this whole situation. Yeah, it's just confusing, but I feel like somebody like misquoted him with that other article saying that there was one in the works with Gal. Um, sounds like they're like you said they're still figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. To me, it just makes sense like to get another Wonder Woman if you're going to get a new Batman and a new Superman. Mm-hmm. Just get a new actress for Wonder Woman, like mm-hmm. just start fresh. Because mm-hmm. then it just gets too confusing. For yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I also like, especially given that like, 
like still people are are still kind of like I don't know. I yeah, I'm I'm with I'm completely with you on there. It's just I'm also kind of just getting sick of people, especially like when it comes to like his cast of the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, and mm-hmm. how he kind of wants to retain certain people like Viola Davis or Matt Robbie, which are like. Yeah, if you were to bring back anyone from that universe, those would be the two. Maybe maybe also Peacemaker, his cast of Peacemaker and stuff. Like those would probably be like the three that I would probably be bringing back and stuff. But like also like he kind of, I don't know. And and I'm kind of just getting sick of people like just badgering on gun because of people that like he's worked with in the past and stuff, including his roles like David Fillion, for example. And I'm just like, you guys just shut the fuck up and just let 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 the man do what he wants to do whether that's bring back an actor that was in the DC universe or not just let the man cook yeah I'll just see what he wants to do it's just i feel like because i think we're all under the impression impression that he's going to um like He's going to have a lot of fresh ideas, but he will bring some people back. I think people are just curious who he's bringing back, and I think it's just uh, people just want to know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, It is what it is, so it's fine. We'll see what happens. Because yeah, yeah, honestly, I don't want another... Like, If we're just going to start a new Superman, a new Batman, I really don't want another... I don't want Wonder Woman 3 with Gal, because that's just too confusing. Mm-hmm. So... We'll just see what happens. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely, definitely. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh, according to Deadline, SAG Afro in solidarity with the Writers Guild has modified its interminate agreement policy to exclude any products shot in the US that are covered by the WGA with the SAG uh, negotiate committee, saying this even after several productive and collaborative meetings and upon the rec- recommendation of our um, NED and chief negotiate. Later, we have approved a modification to our internment po- agreement policy. We will, we will now exclude from internment agreements any WGA cover project to be produced in the United States. Um, we have been advised by the WGA that this modification will assist them in their strike strategy, and we believe that it will not and believe it does not undermine the utility and effectiveness of our own. It's a win-win change. The statement continues to explain what that means, what that change means, saying. This means that going forward for production taking place in the U.S., SAG AFRA will only grant interim agreements for non-WGA covered projects, and our staff will continue to investigate each application for interim agreement uh, to ensure that only true independent productions are included. Right now, there are more than 200 productions that have signed interim agreements, um, and those deals remain in fact. Though it should be known that only like about like 15 to 20 percent of the production. Feature films are cover, uh, covered by SAG after are also covered by the BGA in normal times as and during the ongoing writers and actors strikes. So just to know that, but this is interesting because now it's like okay, we're gonna really clamp on these things because I imagine that because right now, um, and great, we're also not reporting on this because like um, I'm and this is just for future reference, but like when I do talk about strike stuff, um. It's just, I am going to just directly get it from the WGA. I'm going to try to use less of the trades mm-hmm. um, because they have, because um, I guess ADAPTB has reportedly been using the trades to kind of feed in false information mm-hmm. and stuff. So I, everything from now on, um, and normally sometimes I like what I always talk about this and stuff, I, I use the trades to kind of break it down, break it down, because so, that's probably the easiest way I can do it. But from now on, I'm probably just going to, if I'm covering anything specifically from WGA or even SAC, 
or even um, from SAG-AFTRA, I'm using it directly from the links, from the links itself. So just a future thing for folks. Um, that being said, um, with the short-term agreement and stuff, I imagine this, given that right now, like the interview are like, we, we really need, we really need to put some stuff up because uh, it's getting towards the end of the year. They're currently in negotiations right now, and apparently, like there was a meeting uh, last Tuesday. There was one meeting last Tuesday, and then they tried having another one the next Tuesday, which went a bit better. And then Friday, they were like, "Okay, this is the this is our current new proposal and stuff." And I guess they like this. I guess WGA liked it so much. They're like, "Look, okay, we're willing to consider this." Um, and in a very interesting way, because it's like, okay, we're, we're not going to leak this out. Whereas mm-hmm. they will leak the other ones out and stuff. But Right. So, yeah. So, this this is going to be interesting. Um, and, it, yeah. And I definitely imagine that they're probably just claiming on stuff. Because when they announced this, this pissed off people. This pissed off a lot of people, including, like, Silver, Sarah Silverman and stuff. And like, hey, this is going against what we need to stand for. Because, like, some mm-hmm. of these projects are, like, will be bought up by, like, uh, struck companies and stuff. So... It, it's a whole thing and stuff and also um there's even an instance um i actually recommend checking check out jesse gender's video about this where like her movie um mm-hmm. believe, yeah her 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 movie i don't know if you saw the video for this or not but her movie like they try to get an interim agreement for this but like her movie um was like getting like they couldn't get an approval on it and her movie mm-hmm. is supposed to be like, independent and stuff and yeah know it's, it's a whole thing yeah, sounds like it. So, so to see yeah. what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Um. Anyway, moving on to our next topic, uh, we got an official trailer or official teaser trailer for Scott Pilgrim or Scott Pilgrim takes off. Uh, it's not just reads or rather long line reads. Scott Pilgrim takes off following the title ca- character as he falls in love with New Yorker Ramona Flowers. But in order to date her, he must defeat all seven of her evil exes. The things get even more complicated. Based on the uh, hit comic book series by Riley O'Malley with him and uh, Ben David Grabinski, um, set to write the series while well, the animation will be helmed by uh, Said Saru and directed by um, Abel Guerrero, with Edgar Wright, who directed the 2010 movie, uh, set as executive producer. And finally, the cast of the 2010 film reprised the roles with Michael Sarah as the voice of Scott Pilgrim, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the voice of Ramona Flower, uh, Satya Babayaya uh, as the voice of Mattel, uh, Matthew Patel. Kieran Culkin as the voice of Wallace Wells, Chris Evans as the voice of Lucas Lee, Anna Kendrick as the voice of Stacey Pilgrim, Brie Larson as the voice of Envy Adams, Allison Pill as the voice of Kim Pine, Avi Plaza as the voice of Julie Powers, Randy Roof as the voice of Todd Ingram, James Schwartzman as the voice of Gideon Grace, Johnny Simmons as the voice of Young Neil, Mark Weber as the voice of Stephen Stills, Mae Whitman as the voice of Roxy Rock- Richard, and Alan Wong as the voice of Nice Chow. The series is slated to drop on Netflix November 17th. I'm excited as hell for this! It looks fun. I think the I don't know if this is a new video game, but I found um I have a PS5 subscription that you can get some free games. Mm-hmm. And they had a Scott Pilgrim game on there that I downloaded. And it's based off of this. It seems pretty fun. Yeah, so. there was a small like I think it was based off um because um there was a bit of the book. Um now I love the movie, but there is a bit of a difference to the book and the movie. Um mm-hmm. the, mainly because the book was still being written at the time that the movie was being made. Mm-hmm. And there was some, and obviously when you're doing a movie, you got to cut some stuff. And there, there there was some stuff, including like there was a small portion, I think it was in like a high school. Mm-hmm. High school, I think that's where the video game takes place and stuff. So they're probably going to be doing that and stuff. And I, I yeah, yeah. I, it was I, fun though. It was a cute little game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's like, um, 
But this seems fun. The trail looks fun, and it looks like it'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. So. Also, I just love the fact that we got the cast back, including Michael Sarah. I know that's pretty cool. Um, I, I posted this on my personal Instagram, but there's a great art, great piece of Raven Renner who um, interviewed him for like one of his upcoming movies, The Adults. Mm-hmm. And like, I I'm let's let's just bring it on. Let's just let's bring on the Michael Sarasons. Yeah. Because like. It, between this, between this, his new movie with the adults, um, and his role as Alan and Barbie, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I'm ready for the Michael Cera songs. Mm-hmm. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next topic. According to THR, Disney is being accused of hindering a deal between 20th Century Studios and TGS's Entertainment Finance in order to boost Disney Plus and Hulu subscriptions, stock prices, and executive compensation. In a new lawsuit filed on Tuesday, TGS is fighting and say an independent audit of three films for the Best Picture winner, The Shape of Water, revealed that it owed more than $40 million after all is said and done. The company suspects that the total, total will be in the hundreds of millions and the cash shortfall has taken, caused it to take a worse position and invested in Avatar The Way of Water. As a result, T- TSG uh, sued 20th Century Box for breach of contract, 20th Century Studio, by the such as for breach of contract at Disney for inducing that breach, having invested more than $3.3 billion into, well, over 100 films, including, which also include The Living Rhapsody, Deadpool, Donald Plain, The Apes, Marsha, Grand Budapest Hotel, and The Banshee of Ayrshire. In a blistering intro, uh, TSG's attorney, John Balinski, who previously led with, uh, who previously led Scarlett Hansen's fight over her payment on Black Widow, opened with discussing um, Hollywood accounting think that Disney's Executives run it had and continue to have any, any every incentive to do anything and everything they said, including manipulating the distribution of the qualified pictures and preventing TSG from liquidating its interest in similar um, certain trenches, trances um, of qualified pictures um, to attempt to boot Disney's share, this uh, share share price at the expense of TSGs and other profit participants. Um, with TSG also say that 20th and Disney have tried to use every, have tried to use nearly every trick in the Hollywood accounting playbook to shorten them of hundreds of million dollars. So, wow, this is, this is big. Yeah, this is, yeah. Not surprising that they try, even though they don't need to save money, they try to save money. It's ridiculous, but yeah. Um, it, yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, it, like they got the lawyer who ran the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's pretty cool. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But hopefully, these corporations are just insane. I I don't want to get into it because it just pisses me off. But it's just insane. So. I, I I mean I'm 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 with you. I, I these fucking just, Jesus Christ. I know. Just I know. Yeah. It's just sad, you know. It, it really it really it's freaking is. ridiculous. But you yeah. know what are you gonna do? I know. Yeah. On a brighter note, though, um, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a brighter well actually a brighter note such update. Um, moving on to our second to last topic, according to THR, the international. Um, IATSE, aka the International Alliance of Theater Stage Employees, and Disney Star Marvel have reached a stipulated election agreement allowing Marvel's in house visual effects workers 
to vote on whether or not on whether they wish to unionize with the election date um, of August 21st having been set and workers will need to return their ballots by its September 11th deadline. Ballots will then be tallied by a third party and the vote passes, the union would be certified. So yay! Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and granted also, I, something I want to clarify, this is just the in-house people that mean everyone else, but still, mm-hmm. this is a first step to visual effects workers getting unionized, yeah. which, huge. Huge. hell yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, just... But yeah, no, it's just especially especially with when it comes to the Marvel Marvel stuff because we've heard like horror stories and the horror story about how they've been treated. And especially since Marvel's so CGI heavy, mm-hmm. it's like hopefully that this just gets them better working conditions and better time. In, like, just mm-hmm. hopefully it works out better for everybody. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would five percent agree, and I'm just I'm so so damn happy for the usual effects artists. Mm-hmm. Especially for the in-house guys, but yeah. Anyway, moving on to our last topic and continuing on Marvel, but also this is some rumor mill, folks. So please take this with a grain of salt. Also, add something else a little bit in a second. Uh, according to exclusive of the Cosmic Circus, um, uh, they report that Marvel Studios wants to adapt elements from the Time Runs Out comic event for Doctor Strange Three. Uh, the film would film would pick off where we left off at Doctor Strange: The Menace. We're clear. Uh, travel from one dimension from another dimension to see get back straight where his aid it fixing the incursion that he caused with straight be sought out by a multiverse organization called the Black Priest. According to their sources, uh Clea is a member of this organization. Uh, the Black Priest's headquarters will be in the nothing space of the destroyed universe, which exists between the space of two different universes caused by an incursion. Uh it is also revealed that in the film the Multiverse is dying. The cause of this decay is a result of all the incursions happening all across the multiverse, with the most recent one being caused by Doctor Strange. The film will elaborate on a point made in the previous movie regarding Doctor Strange and his threat to the multiverse, in which he, in which as a common denominator, he's a common denominator when it comes to incursions across the multiverse, aside from the main danger of the Council of Kang, with the film serving as a preamble to the latter two Avengers movies, specifically King Dynasty and Secret Wars. It also should be noted, and this is where I'm going to come up, um, as well as for the next set of emails that we're discussing, um, that this information regarding Dr. Shu was provided before WGA and SAG after strikes and subject to change. Um, in addition, uh, the Cup Circus also reports that that regarding one the match lock by Elizabeth Olsen, and this is for our Wanda, by the way, uh, is still alive following her, her self sacrifice at the end of Dr. Shu's Madness. In which she is currently in a dormant state in the witch's lounge. An alternate dimension within the borders of the known universe, similar to that of the mirror dimension or dark dimension. Uh, this dimension is set to be explored in the upcoming Agatha Chaos series, followed by a potential special based on location, which would premiere following the conclusion of Coming Chaos, with the special being similar to World by Night, special presentation in terms of tone and loose connectivity with the main storyline. Focusing on an origin story of a mystical location and predating the events of the MCU and featuring a new cast of witches. But it should um, be noted that just because the witches' robe will be introduced in comparison does not mean that Wanda will appear in one with her not uh, physically appearing in either and previously say projects. However, ideas for potential Scarlet Witch solo projects like film do exist with it being a loose um, adaptation of the 2016 Scarlet Witch comic run. With certain elements from the children's uh, crusade, they throw into the mix to create their own story. 
Forevermore. Uh, Marvel knows how value knows uh, the value of what Scarlet character has to the Marvel Studios IP and plans to explore multiple takes on the character through the lens of the multiverse saga with her or rather her variants set to appear in What If Season 2 and, Mar- and the Marvel Zombies animated series. And finally, there is a particular interest from Marvel itself to explore the 838 universe is having Dr. Strange and Multiverse Madness with a potential return to Earth A38, including and this is uh, potential spoilers for um, potential spoilers for Deadpool 3, uh, the upcoming Deadpool 3 with a potential setup to the universe that says uh, coming in a project later in which how the events of Dr. Strange and Multiverse Madness affected that world following the death of the Illuminati, leaving a massive power vacuum that threw the entire world into disarray. In this Idea Earth A Earth A three eight would now be a stepping future led by a handful of individuals uh, who were related to the deceased members of the former the formerly ah, the former Illuminati dealing uh what Doctor Strange and Wanda Maxwell did as an act of war against um Earth A three eight and seek to retaliate one individuals who took a power power following the fall of the Illuminati would be Sir Ian McKellen Magneto from Earth A three eight in which he has taken over the Illuminati and has a father-daughter uh, dynamic with the A38 version one of who we by his side don't know is, I don't know whether or not he's actual dot, daughter or related. Um, and yeah, Whew. holy hell. Let's, let's, let's break this down, shall we? Yeah. Okay, so first off, um, first off, um, the stuff about Doctor Strange 3, and I haven't exactly read this comic run yet, but like, it does make sense. It does make sense where they're going through because I feel like Clea, especially yeah. recruiting him to like help him like, hey, I need your mess to I need your help to kind of deal with this mess. Yeah, that that sounds like that just makes sense, especially with how Doctor Strange 2 ended with her popping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So and that survey is like a preamble to like King Dynasty Secret Wars is gonna mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then also um obviously Wanda, let's let's be honest. I think a lot of us knew that Wanda was still alive. They'd be very stupid to kill her off, especially when she's kind of at the height of her popularity right now. Mm -hmm. People freaking love her now, and it's awesome. So, Mm -hmm. well, I'm sure. Like, I feel like right now they're letting, because right now uh, Alyssa is also just loving doing other projects right now. Oh yeah, they're letting her. Yeah, so she's taking a Marvel break right now, and so she's loving doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure part of the reason why she's like, they did this is so that she can go do other stuff while they like ramp up. But I do think she'll be back for Secret Wars and King Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I don't, because they're going to need her. And then if she does get her solo project with the Children's Crusade, makes sense because I. There's rumors that we're gonna meet Billy, like mm-hmm. the older version of Billy in um, the Agatha show. So mm-hmm. it's the Agatha show. If you like Wanda and you like all that stuff, I feel like that's gonna be an important show to watch because it's going to have we're gonna learn some origin stuff about the witches and whatnot, and then mm-hmm. um, I do think we'll get so. I don't think she's going to appear in it, but I think we will maybe get something about Wanda in some fashion. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. We'll have to see. Or the Scarlet Witch. So probably a major update, and then the whole eight or eight three eight stuff. That would be cool. As that, like, if that actually ends up happening, mm-hmm. that's, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, because like, even though we don't really get to spend time of it much, I do mm-hmm. feel like that world was kind of weirdly dystopian. Yeah, it had that vibe to it. It really did. I don't know if that was just Raimi's like direction mm-hmm. to it, but it did feel like that way. Mm-hmm. So, and like, and if, honestly, if we have to introduce the. Uh... <laughs> This wouldn't be a bad idea. No, it's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> so yeah, no, this this is all exciting. Again, also we should preface that this the most of this information came before all the strikes happened, so who knows what's who knows what's gonna happen. This is all something can change, but anyway, this all sounds really cool. It does. Yeah. Anyway, movie, yeah. Anyway, moving on to our recommendations for the week. I got two films that I saw. Uh, the first is The Last Way of the Demeter. Um, I in, saw that, and that was good. It was good. Uh, director Andre Overdahl and company crafted a solid horror thriller with the production design and score really bring out a level of suspense and tension. After the cast, everyone was good. Though if there was a setup, it would be our David Dashman Island with Larry Hawkins. Overall, The Last Way of the Demeter is a solid horror thriller elevated by its score, production design, and cast. Definitely recommend checking this one out. And I saw Grant Turismo early, um, and it was it was good. Um, for those unfamiliar, it's movies. the video game adaptation that's also based off uh, loosely based off a true story about like this um, Grant Turismo player about this like Grant Turismo video player who kind of gets a chance to, like ride professional race driving. In fact, the character that um, the main that um, main character is actually. Uh, the movie um, is actually a co-producer as well as a stunt driver. Mm. So that, that that's kind of interesting. And I gotta say, uh, Neil, director Neil Blomkamp, Tony tr- delivered a traditional, if not well-directed biopic with some solid performances from Harbor, Arlena Bloom, Jamon, Jamon, I think I think it's Jamon Hudson, and Archie uh, Matawiga. Um, if there's something holding this movie back, it's a script by Jason Hall and Alan of uh, King Richard fame. As I feel a bit run of the mill, uh, with their sight feeling that there's more than one to be tackled, but like the script is kind of preventing that. Um, but despite the scourge reason, it's still a good time with some real direction racing sequences. It's all because it's worth cast. Definitely worthwhile to check this one out. Uh, do you have any recommendations before we head out? Yeah, I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, finally saw Barbie. Yay! Yeah, it was it was so good. I had such a fun time. It was fun. Oh, um, I have been I I know I've been waiting. I have been waiting for weeks. I know it was so good. Ryan Gosling was freaking hilarious. He killed me the whole time. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, let this man play more comedic roles, please, because he freaking loves it. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I'm. I, I I know we love him as like the serious action guy, but honestly, I, by the way, if you haven't seen the Nice Guys, I highly recommend seeing the Nice Guys. Um, it's a really good one. He gets to show that um, comedic chops on there as well. And I yeah, I'm I'm one thousand percent with you. I I Ryan Gosling just he he he's gonna be nominated for best supporting actor. I really hope so because he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, all the cast is awesome. I think Margot Robbie did a fantastic job as Barbie. Yeah, she um, is a star. 
yes, she did phenomenal. Um, Mecca Ferreira was great as well. I loved Mm -hmm. her and her her daughter, and Mm -hmm. it it was fantastic. Um, Just loved the whole thing. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. It was just really, really good. Um, I need to see it again, but it was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, and I love the the look of the Barbie Dream World, the Barbie Land. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. It was so cool. Definitely a big shout out to uh, Sarah Greenwood. She was a production designer on this. She did a fabulous job. It was mm-hmm. so cool. Um, and it was just it was just a lot of fun. Like I haven't had, I don't know. It's just like I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it was a good one. And I just um, sorry. I've also been just thinking about just the nuance, the way that this movie was written. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely a version of this that could have been written a bit. A bit Meanfully, well, not really meanfully and stuff, and it probably would have gotten, gotten away with it, but like it just, especially when it comes to Ken. Yeah, I I feel like some people are saying that this was a, that they were hating on men, and I don't think that's the case. Like, I don't think all. that was the case at all. And I, it was very nuanced because Barbie messed up too, and the only reason Ken lashed out was because he's being ignored by Barbie. Yeah. So, like, like it, it's not. It, they both really messed up in the whole thing. So that's it's it's a lot more nuanced than just straight up what people I feel like some people are saying. It's not. Um, but I really think that they did a real... I think the writing on this was fantastic because this could not have been an easy movie to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it had to be very nuanced and a lot of thought had to go into this movie. It's not an overly complicated movie. Mm-hmm. But it just has there's a like um the topics uh you have to I don't want to say the topics but like just has to be written a certain way for it to come off correctly yeah I guess yeah, yeah definitely definitely I'm and I'm with you on that like and I I imagine because especially given this movie was in the development panel because originally the this movie I think was made up by Diablo Cody and Amy Schumer mm-hmm. I think after that project I think Doc, didn't get off the ground. So, because that project was, I think, around like 2015. I imagine that Mattel probably gave uh, Greta, was like, hey, look, just just do what you want to do. Just make Greta a did a fabulous job. She really did. She yeah. knocked it out of the park. Um, like, all all around, I feel like this was a very, it was a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. It was a very colorful movie. And it was just like, it, t- it, it like, Made like I don't know. It was just a really, really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did because, like, yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And so the other thing that I watched, um, my last recommendation is the final season of the High School Musical. The musical, the series came out. I, I I heard about that. It was very cute. They did a good job. Honestly. They wrapped up the show a lot better than I thought they were going to, to be honest. Um, I think they did a fantastic job wrapping it up. Um, and it was... Those kids in that cast are so freaking talented. Um, like, it's a little bit insane. And I always, for, like, I always forget that. And then I watch it, I'm like, oh my god. 
So, um, especially their voices. Like, these kids could freaking sing. It's kind of crazy. Um, I mean, one of them literally became a pop star. One became a pop star. One won a Tony. Or got nominated for a Tony. I don't know if she won, but she got nominated for a Tony. Um, And, yeah. And it was just, it was overall very good. They actually do the relationship drama on that show pretty well. Like, I always forget that. And then this is, like, one of the very few shows that I can watch that, like, has a lot of relationship drama that doesn't annoy the crap out of me. Um, And so they did a really good job. And they, some of the characters have, like, there's two characters in particular that had such great character development because I did not like them in season one. And now they're, like, two of my favorites. And so um, they did such a good job. And, yeah, but the... The, the show is really good. It was really sweet. It's like... It's like a better written version of Glee. Kind of. Oh my god. It kind of is. It's mm. a better written version of Glee. Mm. The kids are, I feel like, just as talented. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... But it feels more like a high school. Mm-hmm. It feels more like these kids are that age, even though they're not. I think they're older. They're like all in their twenties, but um, I could be wrong. But it just—I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. It was cute. Um, I watched the whole like really easy binge, guys. There's not that many episodes. Go check it out if you like Glee. If you like any musical stuff, you'll love this show. Um, they had some of the original cast from the High School Musical movie. I was just kid. about to think about that because I saw like was, a figure for you for it. I think it was very fun. Corin Blue, um, I think. Money uh, Coleman, Lucas. So, Taylor, Chad, and Ryan. And then um, you got Coach Bolton, so Troy's dad. You had Miss Darbus, which is awesome. Miss Darbus? Miss Darbus was in there. She's, oh she's my sick. God. I love her. Oh I my love God. her. Dude. She's so funny. Um, one second. And, um, and she was. Um, yeah, but like, and they had um, oh, what's her name, Martha, the dancing. Oh, uh, her. He was in there. Oh, her. I think it's somebody else. I think that's it. But there were some really good moments of all of them, uh, in there too. They weren't in there too much, but like, um, because Corbin was in the third season. He like, he hosted this camp thing for the kids. He was like uh. the host. Oh yeah, I heard they went to camp in the third season. Yeah, so he appeared, he came back for this one and it was cute. Um I watched this with the terror the terror that they were gonna get Zach, Ashley, or Vanessa to appear in this thing too. And they did not, which is probably for the best because I don't think twelve year old me who's still on the side, could have handled that. I was wondering that. All six of them on the screen again, I don't think I could have I, I, I was wondering about those. Because they kept not mentioning them, and then Zach and Vanessa both posted pictures outside the high school. A while. This is a while ago. I, I so remember Everybody I remember kept this. being like, are they just going to appear like in one scene, and we'll just see them for like a few minutes, and then that's it? I'm like, if that's what I get, I will take it. But like, <laughs> It did not happen. I'm, so. I'm also wondering, especially with, like, the rise of, like, and I hate to use this exa- example, but, like, I Car- certainly iCarly and yes. uh, Zoe 102, 
you think we might be able to get a high school musical four? I would say I'm gonna say no because I just don't see Zach or Vanessa coming back. And if you can't get both of them to come back, I don't think so. And I don't think Ashley would come back either. Because they easily could have disappeared in one scene for this and they didn't want to. Or they it could have been a scheduling conflict, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um but I also feel like all of the especially the three of them want I don't think they hate the high mm-hmm. school musical franchise. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they don't I feel like they're the kind of people who don't want to like backtrack too much you know yeah, I, I feel like they have appreciation for it for where they are now but they don't mm-hmm. want to rehash it too much if that makes yeah, sense I know that there was ever a period where like Zach, Especially Zach I feel like Zach has done a lot of work to distance himself from being known as Troy mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of different kinds of roles I mean then. the neighbors movies for example the neighbors it took him a long time to do another musical. He didn't do another musical besides Hairspray, mm-hmm. which is he was doing it at the same time. He didn't do another musical after all of those movies ended until The Greatest Showman. He didn't mm-hmm. do anything like that until then, which that was like what, like at least at least twelve years. years. Yeah, so that's a while. So I don't know. Would I love a High School Musical for? Yes. Also, in the show, they say that Troy and Gabrielle are in couples therapy, which is hysterical. Like, they're, the whole premise is that they're doing like a reunion movie that they're filming High School Musical for at the school. It's the whole premise. <laughs> That's why they're all there. And so it's actually quite hysterical. And so they like, Corbin is running through what everybody's doing and like where all the characters are. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned that and I die laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's, that kind of tracks a little bit. Yeah, that kind of tracks a little bit. That, that's it's funny. Tough. Yeah, also, um, I hate to be this guy, but didn't Zach and Vanessa date for a little bit? Yeah, they did. Yep, that, that's for all. For a long time. They dated, I think they did like five or six years. Because I that's... think they dated pretty much through the whole, all three movies. And I think mm-hmm. they stayed dating a couple years after that. And then I think they broke up. I, I listen, also another reason. Me when I was 12, I would know all this information because I love them, but I don't remember anymore. Um, but yeah, they, they did. And I also think that's another reason why. Because I just yeah. don't think... Because they know like it'd feed into some stuff that they probably don't want to deal with. So... Yeah. But yeah. would I love it? Would I love an actual High School Musical for? Yes. Would I go to a theater to see it? Yes. Because <laughs> this was my... This was my childhood as a kid. And I, I, I will I, pay money and join you. I know. But um, I would love it. But I just don't think... I just don't think it happened. I think the, the show that they created that's in this universe or whatever they want to do with it that's following the kids at the actual high school mm-hmm. is actually really amazing. And I think they did such a good job with the show and like, cause I care about these kids. Like mm-hmm. they distance themselves enough from the movies to make this its own thing and mm-hmm. these own characters. And they did such a good job of that. Like, 
I love that the High School Musical 4, like the original cast was there. I thought that was fun. But that was not what I was caring about at all when I was watching the show, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I care more about what was going on with the kids. So um, I think that they did a good job. Because that's hard when you go and when you're coming and, like, kind of rebooting something or you're attached to something so huge as mm -hmm. what High School Musical was back in the day or, like, any of these mm -hmm. big franchises when you do spinoffs or, like, anything in that universe. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. But I think they did a good job at getting people to care about these characters and mm -hmm. this group of people at the high school. And I think there's just enough high school musical stuff in there to like hit that nostalgia mm -hmm. wave but i think they really i think they did a good job i can i can yeah. anyways that does it for our show this week yep um so feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms we're on twitter and tiktok at combo with two geeks we're also on facebook and instagram at conversation with two geeks and if you want to send us an email for anything this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to check out our Patreon at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. We have a lot of different tiers mm -hmm. on there as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then that'll do it for us this week. Um, anyways, bye. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.